0: Simply the, 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 the edibles, but I don't think we talk about misjudging the dick pill.
1: No! Uh, you thought you were going to get some pussy and you Oh, yes. Get some pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We're Absolutely. That. Yeah, we talking yeah. about that. Oh, yeah that, yeah, that was a horrible experience. But if you get some pussy and you, like, put it down and you fucking, you know, your dick hard for a little extra, hey, it was well worth it. Yep. So, Tell Yep. That's that, the whole that, point. That, that's that, what I think you're doing I think, it for. That nigga said, take half. I took the whole thing and chased it with some Hennessy <laughs> so, let's see what it do. See, ain't no, oh, ain't no
0: punks hit. on this side.
1: And it kept. Bitch, <laughs> kept... I walked outside, that fucking wind was blowing, I said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened to you? I got knees. I got knees. <laughs>
2: They me
0: me. I got maced, I got maced, I got me.
3: respect, this is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to give us a like, a love, a comment. Say something sweet to us. Um, talk to me nice. Talk to us nice. Speaking of talking to us nice, we got a, a sweet little um, comment from one of our listeners. Apparently, I missed this from the last podcast, but it was on December 18th. And this is from Running to <laughs> a New Me. Uh, the title is Love the Chemistry. I love the chemistry between all of the fellas. You truly balance each other out. I look forward to listening each week. Here's a suggestion, though a new mystery girl in 2021. Um, Me Mm -hmm. emoji. Whoa. Hashtag 5000 High. Hashtag undercover Woodhive President.
2: What? (laughs) What?
1: Hey, Chef, sounds like a garbage broad to me. (laughs) <laughs> Try to get rid of up my mystery girl number one. It's all the time my i mystery girl number seven. It was, she
3: she stabbed multiple times in that, in that comment. But thank you for the comment I guess. Um this is episode one twenty four, gentlemen. Well with the white
2: voice, what up? Five thousand Northside Florida.
1: Boy J Joe, I'll be missing you.
2: Hey Amen. So um yeah. How how's
3: how's everybody been doing? Uh it's been a long week. What's been going on everybody? we start Uh,
2: you on five thousand. yeah uh getting back into the swing of things at work i guess i i don't know all this shit kind of starting to blur together because i was working last week too like i didn't take any time off during the holidays we had a couple things we were trying to close out before the holidays so i remember like working on christmas eve and all that stuff but it is kind of like blurry but just work man today was literally like a full day from Beginning to end, and actually after the podcast tonight, I got to log back in and do some more stuff. So just uh, keeping busy, pretty much. So, so what's going on with you, Wood?
1: I asked what's going on with Wood. It literally we can see Wood walk out the room and then sitting back down. He got yeah. a water. Fun fact about me:
3: field. I don't look at y'all at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wood, how's your
1: week been going?
0: Pass. Okay. How, How are
1: about you, going, you chef? Jeff? I'm fine. i the best. Oh, ahead.
3: thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm good. I'm very tired right now. Started really working um, at the real job, and uh, and it's real work. So you know how you'd be using your brain a lot, and you'd be sleepy. Plus, we'd be doing this fitness challenge that'd be whooping my ass. Um, I hope this don't end, end poorly, but burning a lot of calories on a daily basis in a way that seems somewhat irresponsible, and I'm not even doing the best on my team. In fact, I'm doing the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm here to admit that now. I don't know if Jared listens to the podcast, but Jared seemed to take umbrage with what I said and has blown me out of the fucking water in terms of his uh, performance.
0: He be so cheating probably. He probably put the thing on the dog or something. Uh, <clears throat> I be feeling like niggas be putting
3: the thing on the dog. I know some niggas got kids and they be put. I think they be putting the thing on their kids and just being like, "It's the, f- Apple
1: stop, <laughs> stop it. like the Apple Watch." Stop, saying the thing. The Apple Watch. It's the Apple Watch. All right. <laughs> It's <laughs> an Apple Watch, <laughs> man. Put the Apple Watch on the kids, put the Apple Watch on the There you go
3: set up thing. Sure. I think that's what they be doing. And then, um, but other than that, everything's been pretty straight. Other than that, um, we thought we had a COVID scare in the crib, but it was really just a bad flu. Um, but it was still bad and scary because cause you just don't know. I mean, that shit, that's just some scary shit. If, if
1: you know they say pretty hurts, it's not going to be easy.
3: I don't like it, but um, how you been, J.J.? Uh,
1: before we get, before we get uh, to me, I'm glad to see that you made it out of the Tesla. Uh, everybody was hitting me up asking, did you make it out of the Tesla? And
0: that,
1: that, that you wasn't did. Me. That, huh?
0: That, that wasn't me.
1: It looked <coughs> awfully, yeah, um, awfully look like you.
0: Looked like you were in for a bit of a rape.
1: Hey, boy, that Tesla. Is, uh, <laughs> you
2: treasures.
0: You just got to fight I mean, your way out there, bitch, boy.
3: He's <laughs> in for a bit thing. of a rape. I mean, it ain't super funny. I mean,
1: no no rape is funny, Mr. Right. Put that out there. Right.
3: I know Dave Chappelle had a, a hilarious stand up about, about how it's kind of funny, but at any rate, that wasn't me. I just want to
0: put that out What is going on? A lot of victims <laughs> don't come forward, you know, shortly after it happens. You know, typically it takes a little time. So we're with you, man. We're here to support
1: you. Right. Y'all, the very Let last Um. So with me, so I kind of. Touched on it before the last podcast, man. I was probably going to get some bad news this week, which had happened. Uh, my father passed from uh, complications from COVID. Uh, he had some pre existing conditions with his lungs anyway. Um, but it was kind of like a roller coaster. He was doing well, then, you know, he go down, get pneumonia, then pneumonia would leave. But all in all, he ended up, uh, you know, transitioning. Uh, so, I. Had to drive home, like, Thursday, um, and it started snowing in fucking Alabama on the way home, which I was like, what the fuck? fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real fucking snow. Um, Yeah, I'm in Nashville now. Um, It's just, you know, it's just crazy, but, you know, it's just a part of getting older. Sadly, you know, the older we get, the more you're going to have these types of things that happen. I mean, if you're blessed, you bury your parents and not the other way around, so... You know, I just feel blessed having the father that I did for so long. So, you know, not everyone is blessed in that way. Um, but I will say that, like, man, get some life insurance, especially if you have kids. Um, if, even if you talk to your parents, uh, <clears throat> we had insurance. So it's good. But like talk to the funeral directors, boy, they charge you for everything. <laughs> the pen, the pencil, the paper, the all the ink, like the... You put the the casket goes into another casket that goes down. You got to pay for that. Like for them to dig a six by six hole, that shit, like three grand. Like it's a whole bunch of like shit. You'd be like, nigga, I can do that shit for with four crackheads. Right.
0: You tell me where you're going to dig the hole. I dig the hole and you just bring right. the casket. Man, that's
1: it is what it is. But yeah, make sure y'all get some, some life insurance. man. That's how white people been winning. Get you some insurance. Uh, for years. Right. Uh, get enough so you can get yourself buried or cremated, and then leave your your people a little something. Um, but like, yeah, I'm gonna touch on this, so we're gonna move on. It's, um, but it's weird, uh, like losing a father as a man. It's it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know what it is, and maybe Chef can kind of talk about it too. Uh, I know he lost his father a few years back. Um, I don't know, man. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like something clicks in you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, all right. So now, I now you kind of become like, all right, I'm a a man man now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the like the man that you looked up to and that was in your life that would give you like the man guidance. You don't have that anymore. So it's kind of like, all right, you try to well, talk about me. Try to remember everything that he said. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of reminisce everything that he said and. And you kind of try to walk in those footsteps too, and it's like, all right, well now I gotta be the man, man. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're doing everything that you can, it's like, all right, he's gone, so now I gotta make sure like my mama's straight, gotta make sure my sister's straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? More than ever now. So it's it's kind of a weird position. It's kind of I don't know if like uh it's like on know, it's like on it's like on
0: Transformers when Optimus Prime died. And he had to like pass on the matrix of leadership to hot ride and he'd like change he became something else and he had to right.
1: Like, do That's, right that, you was, know? The, that, that was, was real the perfect the perfect analogy for that but yeah. it is man and it's and when when men lose their fathers especially if their fathers were in their life yeah it's just and even if their fathers aren't in their life because i talked to my homeboy who, whose father's passed and he didn't really know him like that but it's still i don't know a part of you you lose a part of you, but then you gain like another part of you. So
3: yeah. I think it's like the shit that kind of makes you us animals like like one of them subtle reminders because that's exactly how it felt to me. Because I was like I was gonna say, oh you feel like a man. Because I was like you know I was like what, 38, and I was like I'm grown as fuck. But you feel like it's it's a different yeah it's a different level because I think there's more responsibility. It's like something that you have to be you have to be mindful of everybody not just your immediate family anymore you gotta make sure your mama good you gotta make sure everybody good and varying degrees and then something just clicks in and and then you get like the whole montage of all the lessons in your head kind of thing like a movie sort of shit you're the keeper of the
0: knowledge man yeah
3: and it's strange how that happens i think it's more like a it's almost like something that happens from a natural perspective like just evolutionary sort of thing because you have to take on so much more and have to be mindful of how to handle it i guess
1: right and i think the last thing is it's kind of like now you feel like he's watching you watching you. you know what i'm saying and not like in a bad way but like you know what i'm saying you know how you feel like your ancestors and your angels are over you but it's still one of those things like all right now i like i gotta make you proud proud you know what yeah. i'm saying like i gotta when you see me you're like, all right i did what i had to do so now he's gonna take the baton and run with it so
0: but in a way so, yeah. i mean This is kind of just the dynamic between fathers and sons. Just from the beginning, your job as a father is to prepare your son for life after you. That's kind of the whole purpose. You know what I'm saying? So in a way, you've been training for this your entire life. And now it's like now it's happened. And now all the training that you've had all these 30, 40 something years of your life is now. Now it's time for you to fill those shoes and the knowledge is yours. You know what I'm saying? To, To educate the next generation.
2: I want to um, touch on a couple things real quick that y'all uh, brought to the forefront. First thing is um that J. Joe touched on about trying to remember, you know, all the conversations and the knowledge that you had. Is that to me is like one of the biggest parts of when someone transitions. Um I still have my dad, but I was very close to my granddad and um we talked about all kind of stuff. He used to like to tinker, like how he messed around with my car and all that stuff. Like my granddad used to be the same way. So it was like one time I had to change my headlights out. and Me and him had changed them out previously, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I can't just pick up the phone and call him" because it was like a little tricky part to, you know what I'm saying? So the knowledge goes away with that person. That's the first thing. And then um, another thing, I had met this guy one time um, at my dad's 60th birthday party. Ironically. And the guy was saying that um, when he was born, his dad was a much older guy and maybe he was like 10 or something. But whatever it was, he was at a young age and he say, you know, his dad had a conversation with him and just told him like very directly, like, hey, man, I'm trying to teach you everything that you need to know about being a man. Because by the time you become a man, I won't be here. You know what I'm saying? And it's even like a phrase that I use with my own son. Like, I could step off the curb tomorrow and get hit by a bus, so I'm trying to teach you what you need to know, you know what I'm saying, so you can function if I'm not here. And then to that end, um, the conversation I had with the guy at my dad's birthday party, I was like, you know... That makes a lot of sense because, again, my dad and my granddad, they taught me a lot of stuff coming up, and some of it didn't make sense at that point in time, but it's still like I internalized it, I filed it away, and then as I became a man and had my own children and all of that stuff, I'm like, okay, this is what they meant, and then it got to a point where I could apply that knowledge, so... Um, all that stuff is very important and, you know, just kind of keeping up with the stuff because one day they will not be here and you're going to need to apply that stuff to move forward within your own life. So,
1: so that's very important. Yeah. And before we move on, uh, last time we pod, I was like, man, I know somebody else passed and I couldn't think about it. I mean, I couldn't think of who it was, man. It was Ozone, man. We you talk about fucking Ozone. Yeah. Man, man. Yeah. Oh, damn, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the nigga's name? Like Papa Do or some
3: shit like that? <laughs> Something like Alfonso Shabadoo? I'm
1: making Shabudu. up shit. Yeah, I think it's Shabadoo. Is yeah, it Shabadoo? Yeah. That's all made <laughs> up. Okay, cool. I, we gonna go with it, but yeah, we—that was the name I was talking about, man. And and with that, like, did y'all see Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. Nope, I did not. Oh shit! I that's all back when I was a I mean, man, well, that's not—I
3: don't think
1: that's a shock <laughs> or a surprise to anybody. I mean, so. Breaking 2 was not as good as Breaking 1, but everybody will say Sister Act 2 was better than Sister Act 1, correct? See,
2: that's why I didn't watch Breaking yeah. 2, though, because niggas were saying that shit <laughs> was not better than Breaking Oh, yeah, that's why. That's why.
1: That's why.
2: But Sister Act 2 was yeah. better than Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2, that was the one back in the habit. Yeah. <laughs> you watched that, though. We used so, to watch the fuck out of the sister X at my grandma's house in the summer. Probably. About the same. Sister X, Beethoven. Uh,
1: at the big dog, uh, we, Beethoven. Yeah, Beethoven cause we can't have Bernie. That's because everybody grandma
0: only have like five movies that they just kept in rotation. So you about to watch the fuck out of
2: Beethoven. Uh, yeah <laughs> Beethoven and Weekend at Bernie's it was another one I did. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: nigga oh, Air Bud nigga so- nigga. <laughs> my grandma
0: my, my grandmama had three movies nigga, that I watched all summer <laughs> fucking White Nights with Gregory Hines <laughs> Jesus Christ Uncle Jackson Moonwalker and Dirty Dancing <laughs> she would run them shits back to back What's to the back oh, one? Dirty What's Dancing one? who? Dirty Dancing, <laughs> who? Dirty dancing. Oh, oh,
1: good. that's, that's funny.
2: Like, like, for yourself, Dirty as a baby. Dirty ride. Yeah, no, nobody
0: puts baby in the corner, man. I've heard that okay. shit so many times. Somebody bought me the toy.
3: The Richard Pryor movie, the Whoa. toy. Oh. For my birthday one year. You're a nasty
1: nigga. <laughs> for my birthday one year. Because you always pause and shit. Like, somebody bought me a toy. The toy. The movie's <laughs> <That's> called <laughs> the Toy. Oh shit!
0: Yeah,
1: I, I, I didn't I pick that up. I love
3: that movie. I love that movie too. But the problem is, we didn't. I didn't have a lot of tapes at in, in my home, so it was either Aladdin or The Toy. My sister used to love. She used to watch The Toy almost every day, and I was like, The Toy is really kind of racy. Like it's really not. Like I don't know who gave me oh, that. No, no, That's
1: right? It. It's it's but it wasn't for children. Very uh, racially motivated.
3: <laughs> it's very yeah. racially motivated. There's a little bit of nudity in there. I'm like, yeah. you no, know I'm fucking ten, right? Your grandmother don't give
0: a. Your old people don't give a fuck about what movies you fucking know is appropriate for you.
2: Right, long, you bother, long as you ain't bothering, long as you ain't bothering them. Right. <laughs> hey, go in there and watch the toys. <laughs> right.
1: <Yeah. laughs> in my house, man, we got that VCR and niggas didn't know how to act. Like niggas were recording all the uh, the video souls, all the Cosmic shows, yep. all the different worlds. I had yep. all that That's
2: shit. I ain't because I can remember that shit. I can remember when we first got a microwave. I can remember when we first got a VCR. Like, that shit is crazy, and now niggas moved on to, like, streaming and air fryers. Like, all that shit is pretty much obsolete.
1: Hold on. We don't talk about air fryers, but, yeah, I remember we got a microwave, too, and I remember one of my parents used to make me microwave hamburgers. That's probably <laughs> the, the most disgusting thing you could eat in your life. <laughs> yeah. like, like, but at the, the time,
2: in the microwave? that meat be shady as fuck.
1: Yo, yeah. yes, a,
2: That shit be, like, <laughs> <It should> <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy,
1: <laughs> yeah I definitely ate my fair yeah. share of microwave cause they cause at the time they were like you could cook anything in a microwave so yeah, they was they, wrong they, yeah. they were wrong so yeah. that's kind of so how, how my person, dog was keeping good in the
0: microwave so that reminds me of and in and, and five seconds you might you might have been with us on some of these journeys so in New Orleans going to kick it by the homie J House and niggas be hungry as fuck at night and Jay be like oh my granddaddy working McDonald's don't trip he gonna bring us some food back, and he was like, "All right, cool, we'll bet." You think you' about to get like all type of number tens and number twos? So Papa would come back, and he would fill like a, a Big Mac carton full of nothing but patties. And right, it's fact. he opened <laughs> the shit up. And he like, Yeah, man, here we go, man. Y'all open something like, The fuck, I'm supposed to do with just patties? Ain't no bread or nothing. No, like, he... With
2: just patties, man. <laughs> <that's> like, I'm going to tell you right now. Like a horrible like restaurant, nigga. <laughs> just patties used to be getting, like, right. at the long night of Bourbon Street drinking. Oh, yeah. Them patties oh, yeah. get you where you need to be at, man. Right. I mean, they feel, but. It's, I, it's, I it's... scored a little bit of ketchup on them bitches and fold them in half like a meat taco. What <laughs> 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 do low carb?
0: But
1: I'd be on the toilet with that. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried to reheat a McDonald's hamburger? It's the worst shit ever. You can't reheat nothing from McDonald's. You i eat it cold. That's what and you had to you do with
0: it. them patties. Them patties was unless not hot.
1: Unless you got the air fryer. Because I remember a couple weeks back. And I want to ask Wood about it. He said he put the salmon in the air fryer. Now he's a believer. Talk to me.
0: Oh, so I don't. I If, if you cook. What the fuck you need an air fryer for? So I was like, all right, I got an air fryer. I got the uh, Ninja Foodi one. And I said, let me try this shit because it's quick. I put that motherfucker in. I put it on there 390 for 20 minutes. Sp- uh, spray a little olive oil on there, whatever seasoning you want to do, whether you want to do the teriyaki marinade, whether you want to do a dry rub. It really doesn't matter. But 20 minutes on 390 in the air fryer. That shit is hella crispy on the outside, with the color that you're looking for, the little the little caramelization on the outside. Plus, it's moist on the inside. Air fryers and Th- shit. That might be the best way to cook a salmon that I'm familiar with. Oh, oh, yeah. Man,
1: that's coming from Wood. Like, he at, is the uh, resident you also of like, a chef. Fine air fryer, you like got straight up.
0: I mean, but it's an air. I mean, it's an air fryer. You know what I'm saying? It's not like none of this shit is a Viking stove or nothing, man. I mean, it's it's nothing really to it. Like, if you don't have an air fryer and you like salmon, get an air fryer just for
1: the salmon and come back. I got I got an air fryer and, and wings too. and wings, too. Wings See, are great. I didn't know, I just got it to reheat fries.
2: It's great for that, too. Like, no, no, no don't, don't, don't I, would, don't. I would buy one just because I love fries, but yeah, uh, I I have not figured out how to reheat them. Don't reheat it, make fresh I mean. fries. Like,
1: I mean, but, Ch- no, but I'm saying if you just got fries, you know how you just be having. Niggas, everybody on this podcast is So you come home sometimes, you get some fries, there's too much fries, and you be like, yeah. damn. You wake up and want some fries, but you be hungry, and you need the, the starch in your system. And you be like, damn, this shit's crazy. You try to put it in the oven, and it ain't the same. You put it in that motherfucking air fryer. Hey, boy, them yeah, shit's come yeah, out yeah, crispy yeah. and delicious. Yeah.
3: Yeah, man. My little uh, Philly cheesesteak spot around the corner, they always give you way too many fries. And you be like, man, these fries are good as fuck. I can't eat them all. Now I got to throw them away. I ain't got to do
0: that no more.
1: Yeah, I mean, reheating anything, though, really, in the air fryer is the best yeah. thing. But since we're talking about cooking, uh, I know uh, 5,000 used some of that uh, cowboy dust from our... Uh, how do you, how you pronounce it? Caribbean, Caribbean.
2: Or Yeah, I forgot how you... But, well,
1: we uh, go... I okay.
2: just say cowboy dust. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> I checked out the cowboy dust. They're from official... Uh, I made a roast and I sprinkled it over the vegetables and the roast, along with a little Montreal steak seasoning, a little garlic powder, a little onion powder, and that shit, was <laughs> like, uh, the, yeah, that, that shit slapped. Like, but we, uh, I can see work. like any kind of any kind of beef. I know for a fact that should work on like I can <laughs> see that being good on steaks, burgers, all that. But I mean, it seems like it would really, literally, good on any so... I definitely
3: I, used, that I used it. Um, I made like this beef lentil stew on Monday. I put that shit in there. I said it all. It was, it was great.
1: Yeah, but it's going to be good on seafood and chicken too because it, it also has like uh, citrus, has orange peel, and lemon peel in it too. So it's going to be good on anything. Anyway, we got a discount code for you guys to the podcast. You <clears throat> got to say it last time. So uh, the discount code is W A D R, as in with all due respect. That's W A D R. Uh, so buy any seasoning, sauce, marinade or coffee and get 25% off the next seasoning, sauce, marinade or coffee. Uh that's to the end of the month. So y'all go to the website. We're going to put it we're going to yeah. post it on our page. You should somewhere. get
0: the you uh, should get the the, the the Texas Nose candy, the the, the, the cowboy sauce know no, no, The cowboy what? Cowboy, cowboy dust. dust. Cowboy dust and get the trap sauce with it. So get the cowboy trap dust, use the code, and... use the code and get the trap sauce. All right.
1: Right. And I heard that the jerk scene go off to my homegirl did a uh, salmon. She jerked a salmon off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said that sh- slapping again. W.A.D.R. is the code.
3: Ladies, and jerk Charles your back. salmon. Big side note. We really do commercials well. I didn't know until like right now. Hey, boy, if y'all fuck if y'all fuck with commercials and you want to give us some money, we'll do a commercial. So You he heard that organic that was we even know that was about to
0: happen and we use all the products that we do commercials for
2: yeah yeah definitely fuck i use the cowboy uh, porn hub
0: only fans texas cowboy (laughs)
2: dust we all use all We was
1: big on black black they never cut us that check because we was blacked every week for the first 27 episodes and and we deserve and we deserve deserve that shit
3: fuck y'all black okay so about uh, so speaking of fuck you um Few things happened since we left. I know when we um, potted last week, it was the immediate um, response. We were re- immediately responding rather uh, to the riots that happened on the Capitol. So, see, like a lot of shit that happened since then. You <clears throat> go into it. Um, Trump was banned off of all the social media. So he was banned from initially. Uh, I think he tried to do a, a, a short term ban on Twitter initially, and then they were like, "Nah, fuck this. We're gonna pull the plug." He was pulled from facebook he was pulled from everything and pinterest so you know uh it's interesting i'm happy it happened um i've seen <clears throat> conflicting views as far as like saying like oh he he, he shouldn't do this. this is a slippery slope um i know twitter lost billions of dollars in, in uh in in terms of their stock value and stuff but in, in general i think it was a good idea
0: i don't understand pinterest like he can't post his taco mat recipe now. Like I don't, I don't understand why Pinterest. Dude. I think he's involved. Yeah, I guess they're the little brother of social media. Like Pinterest, nobody's ever posted anything inflammatory and offensive on Pinterest that I know of. It's all recipes and bullshit. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I'm with. I'm, I fuck with Pinterest though. They, they hashtag me too. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like I it, love Pinterest. Being right, being that, being that number. Remember when Pinterest was cracking, cracking them. I know you still fuck with it, wood, because you oh, fuck yeah. with Etsy and shit like that. But when <coughs> Pinterest first came out, hey boy, I pinned so many fucking recipes and a uh, little different, weird, innovative shit, man. Yeah, so that's what, what that's Pinterest what Pinterest is, is
0: about: pinning shit that you're never gonna do or food that you're never gonna cook.
1: I, yeah, gonna I did like find. some I never... smashed red potatoes one time. Came so you get Pinterest. recipes on Pinterest?
3: I guess I thought. It was what? Like, what? I thought
1: it was, man, like, I was like looking at visuals. <laughs>
2: Right, I be trying to get like visual ideas. I definitely didn't know they had recipes, and I only like scroll this far until the point where they make you like sign in or something. Cause I don't have an account.
0: Recipes is damn near the primary reason why you go to Pinterest. and Everything else is secondary. Like that's where you go. Like I'm looking for a fucking creamed corn recipe, bitch. Go to Pinterest. There's like a hundred creamed corn recipes with pictures. Say.
1: Pinterest is good for food recipes and anniversary. You're yeah. like, oh, goddamn, it's my seventh year anniversary. What should I do? And it'll be like, oh, your seventh anniversary is uh, wax paper. Make a fucking wax paper clock. Some bullshit like yeah. that. Like, you know get what slapped saying. in the mouth. <laughs> <'cause of> that. <laughs> that wouldn't work.
3: I don't
0: know what Pinterest is. Okay. But, none that, like, it, it, it's a, but another thing, it's a little too little, a little too late, man. Like, everybody's trying to jump on the fuck Trump train. And also, it, it's fitting because this shit just happened at the end of his term. But it's convenient to do it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the niggas only got, like, what, days left? A week. It's, yeah, days. a week. It's convenient to say fuck Trump now. I mean, they should have said fuck Trump a long time ago. P- we talk about this on the show all the time. People show you who they are. When people show you who they are, believe them. Trump showed us who the fuck he was five years ago. I don't know why now is the time that everybody gets a brand new life. Fuck it. We got to take this motherfucker out. Da, 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 da. He's gone too far. This has always been who he was. Y'all just enabled him and allowed him to do whatever the fuck you wanted to until we got to the point where people died. People lost their lives at the cap- at the Capitol. So we can't all sit back and be like, oh, Trump killed these people. Everybody is somewhat complicit. I mean, not Innocent bystanders like us, we're just we're just along for the ride, but the media, the social media, all the politicians are somewhat along for the ride because y'all allowed this motherfucker to do this. Y'all allowed him to win. Y'all kept enabling him. Y'all kept allowing him to say what the fuck he wanted to say. Or oh, that's just Trump being Trump. And eventually, the shit kept escalating to the point where somebody lost their life. Like you can't just point yeah, your that, finger at Trump. Yeah
2: that's the thing though you can't hide anymore like all other shit like oh no he's not a racist oh no nah, he didn't really mean it like that like you could do that shit before but after this like you can't no way to like sweep this shit under the rug so that's why everybody's like oh shit you know what i'm saying and then there's the meme floating around where he was mocking the disabled reporter and people like how did the shit even get past this point you know what i'm saying like he for whatever reason be it white supremacy be it the grand old party be it rich people whatever the fuck it was people just turned a blind eye to a lot of that shit but i mean you could not overlook that capital shit that shit was on front street for everybody's
1: yeah. right and it's just crazy like i watched the um the hearings today and you still have like uh some republicans um having you know trying to trying to defend it And it's like it's just crazy like on the democrat side everybody was like hey man this is like we're writing history now and you want to be on the fucking right side of history when you talk to your grandchildren like oh yeah no i voted to not impeach trump like this nigga really incited a whole bunch of bullshit but yeah every a whole bunch of motherfuckers are complicit with this you know what i'm saying like y'all been laughing at this nigga think this nigga is joking and and all that shit and then when the fucking motherfuckers come home to roost. Now we got bloodshed. We got five dead bodies. You know what I'm saying? And more counting. And they're still out here looking for, uh, for bombs and shit. Like, they don't know what motherfuckers set for the actual inauguration. So now we got the fucking National Guard sleeping in the fucking uh, in the Capitol building right now. Look, <laughs> it says more motherfuckers there than it is in fucking, what, Kuwait or what the fuck? Uh, we got the yeah, guard we got more so troops in Afghanistan, Iraq,
0: all of that shit we're sleeping yeah. in the
1: camp. So that shit is crazy. So I mean, it's a, it's a, it's 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 speckles of blood on a lot of motherfuckers some real shit. So I don't, I don't know, man.
0: I wish. I mean, people, people, I mean, black people get a bad rap, man, because we are somewhat aggressive. You know, what I'm saying we are. We have no problem using violence against our own and shit, but we don't have problems like this by and large because there are guardrails. To being black, like I don't care who you are, you might get your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? If you get out of pocket, like Trump said, I can shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and nobody will do anything. But no black person will ever say, "I'll shoot somebody in the middle of MLK and won't nobody to do nothing." Go commit somebody probably gonna do something. You know, nigga, what I'm saying? you can't
1: go into a black household <laughs> and be like, "Can't nobody in here with me?"
0: Right, right, That's up, right. Oh,
1: who that nigga talking about? Right. right. But that nigga literally, you're right. The nigga literally said, like, I can do what the fuck I want. Ain't nobody gonna say shit to me. And then nobody say shit to him. Yeah, you can't do that in the black black community. Yeah.
0: A nigga will shoot you just because you said it. <laughs> just to try you. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is,
3: I feel like, you know, to your point earlier, I think it was um, you would, but everyone profited so much off of Trump. Like, the media made oodles and oodles of cash, um, just sp- you and rhetoric on i was
0: i heard noodles in there somewhere i might just be hungry go ahead my bad i'm sorry
3: okay yeah they made a rack of bread off of that twitter like i said lost hella value in their stock because they profited off of trump for over well, it's been it's been 8 it's been like 12 years it's been a solid 12 years birtherism was rooted in twitter like that's where it was that's where it sprung out of. And that's where it became a thing. And that's when Trump became a thing. So, I mean, Twitter losing all this money. I love it. Like, because they've been a complicit the whole time. And then when the shit got to a head, they're like, they want to take the moral high ground. Now I'm like, they, y'all don't look clean to me. Y'all still look kind of dirty to me. Um, and I think that's, that's the thing with a lot of folks. I mean, a lot of these politicians, a lot of Republican politicians are, are scared to, to vote, um, for impeachment because they had threats on their lives from their constituents, like their fellow Republicans, like so a lot of people sold their souls for this shit, and I think the chicken's coming home to roost. Like they, it hasn't gone full flavor like I want to see, um, because I'm kind of different, but I think this shit's coming. Like I know the first thing we saw, <clears throat> um, starting to see people get arrested. So a lot of the folks whose photos went viral from the um from the riots, they got arrested. Another guy who stole the podium, some dude. He's like, he's like from Tampa. He got arrested. Uh, the dude in the fur pelt, some shaman dude, he got arrested. He's getting <laughs> organic food in the prison for some fucking reason. But
1: Oh, they gave him organic food?
3: They're giving him organic
2: food. The judge said he could have organic food because he's a shaman. I should uh, say, like, I, I think he's trying to get that shit under like, religious yeah. reasons. Yeah. But, I mean... Well, whatever, fuck. If you were so fucking religious, you probably wouldn't have did that shit, but whatever.
0: But But that's the thing, though. Five Stacks, it's one thing to do dirt and be dirty about it. Like, let me go fuck these niggas up. Let me put on black, put a mask on. I'm about to go fuck some niggas up. That's one thing. These motherfuckers perpetrated this crime with name badges on. They're still oblivious to the fact that what they did was a nefarious act. They're still like, what the fuck you mean I'm under arrest? How dare you fucking come at me? I'm a fucking patriot. They still don't understand the correlation between their actions and the uh, the damage they've done to the country. Like, they still don't understand
2: it. They oh, but under, me, They I understand. They understand. They just, it's the same thing, like, what we touched on earlier. They just turning a blind eye to it, like, oh, no, we don't, you know, ah. Uh, and then, like, everybody's like, uh, oh, I just got caught up in the moment. But, like, it's a meme floating around. You booked the flight, you got a hotel, you traveled to D.C., you went to the rally, you walked to the Capitol. That wasn't just in the moment. Now, if you was fucking on the way home from Benz and saw some shit cracking off and jumped in, okay, that was in the moment. But this shit was not in the moment. Like, it was very calculated. Um that shit just didn't go how they thought it was about to go. Just like a baby girl with the, uh, They Push Me Down and Mace Me. Right, a maniac. But
0: that's the thing. Right. How calculated is it when you wear your work collar shirt? Like if you wear your work <laughs> polo to the crime, like <laughs> It's above the law. Nobody, no, I'm no
2: going here I'm going to kick in the door, wave in the fofo and I'm going to go back to work. No right, way. that's no what I'm saying. saying. That's what I'm saying. They, okay. believe,
0: exactly. they believe that they're the good guys. That's what I'm no, saying. Yes. Yeah. They so were trying to
2: save the nation.
0: That's what's crazy about it. So even now that you arrest them and say so you're going to jail for the bullshit that you did, they look at them being arrested themselves as tyranny. That's the system coming to them again. Like they still don't understand that they are the problem. They don't get that because it's America.
1: It's, it's, it's right. The culture. They're, right. They're white in America. Like that's America's story. Right. Like and right now, a lot of them probably still think ain't shit gonna happen to them oh but bitch right. they gonna get some weird slapped on them just because they at the wrong place at the wrong time this ain't the right time to do that shit because guess what shit blew now you know what I'm saying maybe shit was on the red side or more purple it ain't so now it's a line drawn and, I, and this ain't an ad again but nigga racist and unemployed on IG boy they keep me up to date <laughs> on all these motherfuckers and I just I'm like shit Chef, I'm, I'm chefing up now I just kick my feet up and I laugh and I giggle and I sit my little uh fucking uh alkaline water and I just have a good time cause that's what the fuck y'all get and now uh they had the FBI and the DOJ out there the other, yesterday and they looking for niggas they said look we done arrested a hundred motherfuckers. We got hundreds of more. We got look. If you was out there, we got your face. We got facial recognition. We got you on social media. We got all you niggas. So we said we got it from like misdemeanors to felony murder. You know what I'm saying? So just get ready. You know some of y'all are gonna be on the no fly list. I'm like right. lock all them hoes up. And right. even them two black niggas. The one nigga in the bubble coat <laughs> that he looked like he got from uh Sam's or whatever the fuck he got that shit from. I am like what you doing now?
0: But the nigga, no, there's always one nigga just there to see was, what the fuck it goes it was on.
3: Just
1: there, and it was, it was one was nigga with slugs. It looked like the nigga wasn't even from DC. Like this nigga had like slugs. I think at the top and the bottom. The nigga looked like he was from Fort Lauderdale. He might have been from Baltimore.
0: Nigga's from Baltimore. Though they nigga from Fort Lauderdale half the time. Yeah, that nigga was definitely from Baltimore.
3: <laughs> nah, that's some bullshit. But the thing is, so and then I saw today. A dude from Atlanta area, like I guess he was in the, in the um, he got he was like he got a arre- he was about to get arrested, like they put a warrant out for him. And This fool killed himself. He's like, nah, I ain't about to do it.
1: You said I, this nigga was talking about black people, but it's a white he, man. He's
3: a white nigga. He um, he, he got he had a warrant because he was out there protesting, did some crazy shit,
0: and he killed himself. White people fuck with suicide though, like white people <laughs> they put it heavy. <laughs> like white people be like, fuck that, I'll take myself and all of us out. Like they fucking suicide heavy.
1: That's because they no Because a lot of white people have never had to deal with real like fucking struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga jail, bitch. Nigga, I, I was an orphan till I was thirteen, <laughs> nigga. I, I ain't definitely go to prison. White people, like nigga, you be tell me ain't no organic fucking <laughs> kale in that bitch. Oh, I'm out of here. I'd rather die. <laughs> right?
0: Nigga, ain't no hummus.
3: Eat some garbage. Like jail is whack. There's
0: no hummus in here, bitch. I'm about to hang myself. This nigga said ain't no hummus.
2: But, you know, like, honestly, I was like, okay, you know, they'll call all these people out and shit, and they'll sweep that shit under the rug, nothing that ever really happened, but I think some of this shit is going to gain some traction, and I got to do my own research, I've been busy, but, uh, they're saying that the laws enacted around the Black Lives Matter protests is what might be what actually screws them, because uh, that shit got like a 10-year minimum for, like, the face of property and all of that shit, and, and um, also, something that I batted around with somebody today, can they, like, Rico Act them? Mm-hmm. Because they acted as kind of like a sale, think, or like an organization? I think the dude, so
3: the dude um, was Ali. So this the dude who started it was named Ali Alexander. Oh, I
1: don't know he's, a nigga, he's a self-proclaimed starter, which I don't believe. A, because no, no, he's he a he personal color.
3: Right. I was listening to right. the news. I think he's, I don't know what he is. I couldn't he's tell. He's
1: a little like Sammy Davis Jr.
3: Yeah, he likes Sammy right. Davis Jr., so he has the comp. <laughs> but I do not know if he was, like, Arabic or he was just... But anyway, so... Definitely concholing
0: in his fucking head. He
3: looked like it was Conklin in his head. But I think he's going to be the one who's going to take the brunt of it because he did organize it, according to a lot of news outlets, as far as, like, he's created, like, you created the initial Facebook group to stop the steal, um, and he did a lot of organizing. You have, like, all the, the calls he made during the de- during that day. So that nigga's going to get knocked over the head, but they can't find <clears throat> him. Um, but.
1: Listen, but my thing is, what type of uh, crazy white people are y'all? I, I, they probably thought it was some big fucking uh, zeus slicking ass nigga, blonde hair, blue eyes, who started <laughs> to stop the steal. <laughs> it's a it's an Indian-Arab
3: right. nigga. Named Ali and, Akbar.
1: <laughs> named Ali Akbar. <laughs>
3: I'm like, how are you going to be following Ali Akbar? I thought y'all didn't even like Muslims.
1: They don't. Like, that's how stupid them motherfuckers are. Hey, boy, you know, hey, karma's a bitch. It sure is. So speaking of karma, so they did impeach Trump today. A Making round sure. of applause. I, mean, I
3: don't know if was a round of applause. Oh, I thought it. we already
0: did all the
1: Trump stuff. <clears throat> there
3: we go. Uh, but they they did that today. Uh, I guess they're gonna try to do a uh, vote on uh, impeachment in the Senate. I guess have the trial and all that shit. Um, by the 19th. I'm not really sure, but I'm not really necessarily confident. I guess the, the implications were the value in doing it would be that Trump can't uh, run again for election, and then he loses a lot of the uh, the sweet shit that comes with being a, a former president, like Secret Service for life. You get the pension. Uh, you right, get,
1: so you get like a million dollars for like Secret Service and travel. You are like 200 grand a year for like Pension, I guess that's what you. I
3: think is. they that's give you like go. a. I think you give you a white woman as Trump's well. Trump's
0: going to jail, they have to get man. You, the the Trump after presidency is about to be the most interesting shit in twenty twenty one. Like you about to see all type of state charges from the SDNY. All of that shit is about to roll in, man. And we think that right now is interesting. It's only going to get more interesting after Biden is in office. So don't think it's over, man. Buckle up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun times to watch the. Continued deterioration of Donald Jerome Trump, whatever the fuck his middle name is,
2: and white people. I, I think I think yeah, well, What is, is that? What is that J for? John. I
1: think
2: John. Uh, not even Jonathan's John. I like I like Jerome better. Yeah. Jerome is way he, he,
3: he is. He's a Jerome Jerome a Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Hey, is
1: like uh, uh, Seinfeld's si- si- middle name? Uh, is it, I don't know if his name is Jerry Seinfeld, but on the show they used to uh, your girl used to call him Jerome. I want to ask him his middle name.
3: I think Jerome is his real name. Oh fuck! Hold on, let's get. So do y'all have, to the, y'all to the have
2: names that y'all kind of just think like white people would have. Like I worked with this dude. He used to go by Larry, a white guy, but his real name was Gerard. Yeah. And I just <laughs> I wouldn't think that a white dude oh, like he was like man. he probably like sixty years old. Just,
0: just, just hold oh, on, man. hold on one second. The intern came back. So Jerry Seinfeld's name is
1: Jerome Allen Seinfeld. Everyone. what? Your real name? Hey, Your real name? Any <laughs> fuck or Wale. Um, damn, what was the name? It's, it was a white person. It was a white man running for something in Alabama, man. And he had a black ass name. But I'm going to think about it. Yeah, I can keep going.
3: I'd always wanted to meet a, a white Alfonso. <laughs> anyway. So next. So we going to go on the whole shit. I mean, next. I, I just wanted to get. Because I think that was like the, a lot of the recurring theme for the week. So it all goes we'll downhill from here. With. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway. Oh shit. So the new Jasmine Sullivan album came out. Like, I think we spoke about this. I, I I love Jasmine Sullivan. I love her voice. I love everything about her. She's awesome. She came out with a new EP called hotels, um, where he spelled ho like New Orleans, like French style with the X on the end, but to make it sound, uh, reputable, but hotels is basically an album. Um, it was about women's empowerment. It was uh, giving, uh, different perspectives on different types of hoes, uh, we haven't done a music review in a while, but great album, great features from uh, Ari Lennox. Um, had a great song called On It, where you're talking about sitting on the dick, which is cool. Uh, had a great song with her. Great album overall about ho shit. Y'all listen to it.
0: That was a horrible intro to it, by the way. You just said, you just named a couple songs and said you listened to it. How do we think? Are you just asking it from a music standpoint, uh, from a musical standpoint? Hold on, hold on, hold on. LeBard. We're going to dissect. Name
1: I'm name just introducing. Hold up, hold up. Alabama. His name was Lamar. Just hit a white person in Lamar. Lamar? Lamar Jackson? I, no, oh, it's, no, it's a Lamar, a white Lamar that ran for something in Alabama. Oh, I'm going to Google it one day. Once, once we get an intern. But go ahead. Oh,
0: no, no, white boy better here. be fast. Um, I listen to it, man. I mean, I like when women talk greasy to me anyway, so I thought it was a great album. I love the content. Um, hotels, all of this type of shit. They talk about you know, be a hoe for your husband, all of this type of shit. I just wish that they didn't treat this album like it was something new. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's acting like this is a new conversation that's supposed to be had, or this is new empowerment. Women been acting like this for a long motherfucking time. they just been trying to keep the shit on the raps so they can continue to rob the bank. But now, like, <laughs> women are, like, being open with this shit. Like, yeah, I'm about to rob this nigga, get this nigga for the money. I'm only giving this nigga pussy so I can get something in return. It's like women used to be smart, but like now, now it's like you go to the bank saying I'm going to rob the bank. And it's like, now I see you coming. You know what I'm saying? You had a racket going for the first couple hundred thousands or whatever years of our lives. And now it's like, y'all are, y'all are being open with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the the freedom of your sexuality, but it's a lot more open. And now we can, a lot more men can see y'all coming. No pun intended.
1: Was that double entendre? In- inadvertent double entendre. Uh, I mean, I I love the album. Um, so do you like a woman talk crazy to you? So can can I uh, say what I need to say about the album? Um, I just I, I just like what it stands for, man. I mean, because I meant it. I I meant it to win it now. Mm-hmm. So right now, like, uh, it's it's just a, more of the same thing. More sexual women's sexual revolution. They want to be loose as they want to be. Um, that comes with repercussions, like Wood is saying. Like, I mean, you just can't be out here. Uh, well, you can. You can do what you want to do, but just know that it's going to have some blowback. And I mean, it shouldn't because you're, you know, men don't get the same blowback, double standards, blah, 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 blah. But just to be honest, you're going to get some blowback. But do what you got to do. You know, listen to that Jasmine Southern album, you know, find you a nigga, trick on some dick, you know. Whatever you need to do, get your shit off, you know. But just know that, like, you just might get some blowback. That's what it is. To your but point, I, yeah. The elements.
0: To your point, and it's like, especially, I mean, like, women trying to now embrace this—I don't know—poetry or whatever the fuck it is. At that point, it's like you're not you're a civilian. Poetry, yeah. Okay. It's like you're not a civilian anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like. As long as you may, you know, you're a civilian, it's like, you know, I'm really trying to find a nice guy, da, 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 da. It's like, a nigga may not try to, like, go all the way savage. Like, nah, man, she a good girl, you know, I ain't trying to fuck with her like that. You know what I'm saying? She, she a good person. You might be spared somewhat, you know what I'm saying? For lack of a better term. But if it's whole on fuck, nigga, like, there's no feelings involved. It's savagery on savagery. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think, I don't think a lot of women. Some women are. Don't get get the shit twisted, but I don't think a lot of women are prepared to deal with that.
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: I think it's sound. It, it's nice conceptually,
3: but even, but, and I think this the this is the problem. I feel like to J Joe's point, like he's like, you know, there are repercussions, but it's wrong for us to speak on it. Like even the, there was a song where it's talking about how it would be nice to be married, but her her thought to the benefits of being married in that song was having a nigga. Pay all the bills, and you gotta do shit, and you just chill and live off that nigga. I like, mean, it don't have to be that way either. Like, things right. could be just normal and cool. <laughs> so the the perception, or at least what's being sold in the album, I feel like it's a lot of fantasy. I mean, and I, I I think that's, but I think that's fair. I think it's fair to, the to, to make music that's kind of like aspirational. I mean, I love Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like. Is that is 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 that type of music for women, which is you know, which is cool.
0: But is it fantasy? Because I mean I to be fair be. to be fair, memes are fantasies. But yeah. memes quickly become realities. Right. We see a meme every day. Like if a nigga don't if a nigga don't buy you an Audi, pay all of your fucking bills, and watch all of your fucking kids he a fuck nigga or something, right? Yeah. And that's crazy to people who live in a real world, but women who read memes like that becomes doctrine that becomes law. You know what I'm saying? Like it may be a fantasy in the song to sensible people, but honestly that shit that shit some people take that shit way differently. And there's a lot of people who listen to Jasmine Sullivan. There's a lot of people who peep the game of what Lori Harvey does. We'll get to that in a minute, da, da 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 that they say that's gonna be my playbook. And the and I think that's the discussion that we're kind of having is if that's gonna be your playbook, like J Joe said there's fault, there's blowback, and there's repercussions that come with that. Because cause this isn't a video game, right? Like, men aren't computerized characters. Niggas is not dumb. You're not just about to just come out here, and you so bad, and you about to just pull the wool over every nigga's eyes, and he about to just become an ATM for you, and just do shit. That's not how this shit works. Niggas peep game, too. And you go end up burning your own fucking kingdom down on some bullshit like that.
2: No, you su- you just supposed to do what women say. Like... If you do that, then you'll be straight, right? That's what the memes say. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the memes say. Like, I posted something today about uh, communication is not just talking. One of my homegirls screenshotted it and um, texted it back to me. and was like, yeah, communication is doing what the fuck I say. <laughs> 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 but that should be... Like, it's funny to me, but she was like, no, I'm just joking. But that should, they, that's really how some people think, you know? So... I don't know
0: if you find. Well, to to pull that same thread, that's not how some people think. That's what, from a society by and large, we've been taught. Even though it's not a meme, it was created before memes. Shit like "Happy wife, happy life." That is basically just shut the fuck up and do what the fuck she wants. And that's that's been created a long time. You know what I'm saying? And that's become law. Why did it become law? Is it because it works? Is it because it's sensible? Is it because it makes sense? Or is it because we've heard it so many times it's become like a meme in our lifetime that, damn, just give her what the fuck she wants. So everybody feels and everybody thinks that you are supposed to give her what she wants because, hell, that's what everybody says you're supposed to do.
2: Bingo. Yeah. This It's just been woven into the fabric. So a Baby was Toxic. Who? If, if, you,
3: if you look out, because I, I guess, like I said to my earlier point, i take the album as, like, you know, it's fun. It's uh, it's, it's fantasy. It's like you know it's cool it's just nice it's music like it's just like expression of art but i wouldn't take it as nothing literal um you think that's the goal
1: but uh i say uh art mimics life and life mimics art uh it's one of those things it's like no because i feel like music kind of shapes people are like believe Mm -hmm. it or not so i grew up in tennessee so i heard a whole bunch of like Pimp shit. They to be a pimp pimp pimp. I'm a pimp. You pimp. what's a pimp. All pimps, hoes, hoes, pipping, hoes, and hoes, and pimping and pipping and, and hoes, right? So, I, as much as that's a fantasy world or whatever, like, you hear it enough, you start to kind of, and it becomes indoctrinated in you, like, it's like, yeah, nigga, I ain't fine, nigga, I ain't taking no bitch nowhere, nigga, I ain't taking no bitch in no motherfucking mo-. Like, this is shit like we, we heard growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, before eating pussy was cool, niggas on the West Coast was like, nigga, I ain't eat no pussy, nigga. cuz ain't put that pussy up. You know what I'm saying? Niggas went to college like, nigga, I ain't eat no goddamn pussy. You know what I'm saying? But then Lil Wayne made it cool, so now everybody eat pussy. Motherfucker one line in the song talking about eating booty, now everybody eat booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things. So if you hear, like, you know what I'm saying, chicks just talking about, I mean, just the whole high girl summer shit. Like I said, like... And a couple fucking podcasts ago, I ain't seen this much bald pussy beat in ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> want to have high girl summers, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, every chick you know got at least one, you know what I'm saying, string bikini, two-piece bikini, some sort of swimsuit on their social media. And that wasn't the fucking case before, you know what I'm saying? Right. Used to have to, like, beg to see booty cheeks. Now that's booty cheeks? Yes, you get that. You know what I'm saying? Off rip standard like, package, right? That's the standard package. that's the rigid. So you just got to be careful, cause I mean, to a lot of people, you might think they might think, oh, you know, that's cool to listen to, but some chicks might be like, oh yeah, girl, fuck it, um, you know what I'm saying, nigga? I only fucking with niggas with money, I, I'm, you know, all that bullshit. Oh no,
2: that shit funny. I remember, uh, so I came to fam URB and, um, I remember I was hanging with the homie green one day. And we were just sitting around with uh, some of our Jacksonville folks, and they talked about eating pussy or something. And I was like, "Man, and I like basically like swore that shit off." And you know how Marine talk? He was like, "Oh, you'll probably be saying something different by the time you graduate."
0: <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You gonna change your tune, nigga?"
2: His outlook definitely changed over the course of time with time and experience. Uh good. adding of the
3: toolkit but um yeah so okay cool I guess we I don't know
0: uh good album go check the album out we all enjoy the album I enjoyed Tiny Desk is cracking too Tiny Desk is great yeah she was singing her fucking ass I wanted to see what was under that trench coat though
3: but her I want to give a shout out to her too because she held her on that Tiny Desk too vocally so I was happy to hear that too
2: R&B ain't it. Tiny Desk be raw like if you get a moment check out uh T pain, tiny desk. That's a good, That's a that's a great tiny desk.
1: Yeah. So is Erica Badu tiny desk. So it's Tank and the Bangas tiny desk.
0: Tiny desk is a new unplugged. Erica Badu's
3: awesome too. It <laughs> you just it some f- yeah,
0: it's just unplugged. <laughs> it's basically
3: unplugged. Uh, yeah, new hot shit. But um, okay. So speaking of, of new hot shit, so Lori Harvey. Um, uh, again, I know you said this before. We don't know. We don't know this young lady, um, listeners. So. We ain't coming at her neck because niggas seem to really love this stranger,
0: (laughs) but it's interesting to talk about. Is it niggas or is it women? It's women. Okay, don't say. All right, I I want you to be clear. I don't want it to be niggas.
2: Niggas like like,
3: niggas like smirk.
2: Yeah, I think it's two different conversations going on. Women are championing her cause, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. I don't take any issue with that. And then men are chiming in with various different points of view. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder. Did you have some more intro to go No, on? no. No, that's it. Go ahead. So, I posted on my page that really didn't have shit to do with Lori Harvey. I just noticed all the commentary about Lori Harvey. And let me preface what I'm about to say with, I don't know shit about Lori Harvey. I had to Google her. Um, and Somebody was saying, somebody asked me on my status, um, would I... What I try to fuck with Lori Harvey, like if I was in school or something along the lines—I forget. But whatever, I don't even know what she looked like or nothing. I just know the name and I understand that's Harvey's daughter or whatever. She fine
3: now. Huh? So no, she, she fine now. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's
2: straight. I looked her up. She's straight. So the crazy thing about it was though, my status was not about Lori Harvey. My status was about people who were caping for Lori harvey and going all out solely on the premise of things that they have to themselves so it's like oh well Lori harvey can do what she want to do because i remember i was in college and i used to go out with different dudes every night i'm gonna get my free food or whatever you know what i'm saying it's like why are you telling all your business to try and justify what lori harvey does just like i don't fucking know lori harvey all these motherfuckers doing all this caping don't know lori harvey like so for me who cares one way or the other you know what i'm saying but people i guess because i was a man speaking on the issue trying to make it like i was somehow trying to say speak out against lori harvey when at the end of the day again i don't give a damn like i literally i was like i don't know lori shit i barely know steve So, I'm not really fucking tripping off that shit. But, again, and this shit has always been a problem for me. Like, we will champion a fucking bullshit cause. Who cares what Lori Harvey's doing? Besides who cares, who knows? Like, okay, we assume she's fucking these people because she posted them on her Instagram or whatever. Another false-ass litmus test that we've created within our own minds. Like, oh, that shit is official once you post them on IG. Like, None of that shit really even matters for real. But, you know, my main point was don't expose all your business because that's how people that are married or otherwise involved. Like, oh, well, I remember that one time I got a train ran on me in college. So it's not a big deal. Keep so that to yourself. Day, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 slow down. You know what I'm saying? Because some of these married and involved people you know i know the guys that they deal with and they're pretty conservative straight-laced guys and i'm sure they wouldn't you know be wanting to hear about that one time after the party you know what i'm saying like that's that shit is not cool you don't have to put your full business on display for no reason but the bottom line for me is you definitely don't have to put your business on blast to try to assist lori harvey like lori harvey is straight and she can do what the fuck she want to do or whatever and let her defend her own position if she so chooses to like people's getting more passionate about the shit than lori herself i mean i don't follow yeah. her on social media and that but i don't think lori says shit she posted up pictures and went on about it the other day especially when that's not the conversation
0: like the conversation we're trying to have has nothing to do with what the hell women want to talk about men i mean we know who Lori... We've, no, we've seen Lori Harvey. She's talked to Puffy and the son, okay? All right. Lori Harvey is a motherfucking savage out here. She's doing what she wants to do. She's living her best life, for lack of a better term. All right, cool. So this isn't really anything to talk about, right? Nobody's even on that particular part. That's what women want to talk about because that's their ability to go ahead and do the women empowerment thing and fuck niggas, men are saying this and this is how men are wrong. When men are not saying any of that shit, the discussion is more so about Michael B. Jordan on my end then it is Lori Harvey because Lori Harvey is stacking up bodies, which is she is entitled to do. She's 20 something years old. Go ahead. Stack up the bodies that you want to. I have no issue with that. But Michael B. Jordan, this man was the sexiest man alive in 2020. Blockbuster hits, so on and so forth. He's that nigga, so to speak. Why you have the chick that's stacking up bodies? Why are you walking hand in hand with her with her taking her to go meet your mama? like that's my thing you don't have to do that if she is showing that she is for the streets and she just wants to fuck with niggas for clout and have a good time so on and so forth and then you can and then whatever whatever happens happens then do that either A Michael B. Jordan has fallen for the chick who's stacking up bodies point of discussion or B he's investing too much in a chick who's stacking up bodies then he doesn't have to do that you're Michael B. Jordan my nigga you don't have bad credit you don't have to do this. So I take issue with either option that what he's doing. To me, that's the discussion. I don't know how we got to this shit on let Lori Harvey do what the fuck Lori Harvey's going to do. I think that's just women getting their shit off because that's the only angle that they're going to talk about in this whole fucking situation.
3: I agree. I feel like this shit is more like the conversation. Like women think it's more about women's empowerment. I Think it's about men's empowerment. And I feel like this nigga is losing his... He's a grown-up. Like, this nigga is, like, fucking, what? He got 10 years on this guy. So he's, like, 10 years older. He's at a different stage of his life conceptually. Like, she's at the point, like, when we were 24, we was wild. Like, living. You know what I'm saying? Like, not giving a fuck. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're that age. He is not supposed to be fucking with a 24-year-old. And it's not even on some, like, shaming you or making you feel bad. I'm just, we're just talking, this, like, on some men's shit. Like, that's not what you want for yourself. And it's so public. Like, like, if, if 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 this was to be for you, just do that shit under, under wraps like like a real nigga. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, I don't get the point of, of putting yourself out there when we know this girl is an assassin. Right. <laughs> and you're setting yourself up to get shot in the forehead. And if
0: that's the thing, it, it, is that the is this the only play that you have in your playbook? I mean, then maybe that's the situation. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I only know how to be nice to her and take her out and stuff like that to get the draws when when dealing with an assassin you don't have to do that that's the the tragedy in the situation for me go ahead jjo
1: what was what was that movie with uh fucking Angelina jolie and fucking um her her real life boo Um, yeah that's how you gotta handle the situation like you like they both were assassins so you gotta handle it as such like if i'm michael b and i see how she does next right I would, I'm, I would tell her, look, I ain't posting you on my shit. What the fuck you think this is? I might be Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. unless he's doing it for more clout, which I don't understand that reasoning. You know what I'm saying? Because like, how it. he doesn't need it. But again, we 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 found out like a lot of famous niggas ain't cool niggas. A lot of athletes True. ain't cool niggas, True. right? They don't. Yeah. They they've it's never had to deal with like real life. Who realize? Women real life situations, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that athlete who always had girls, you know, liking him, and he thinks that it's for for them, but it's really because I uh, think use you six seven, and you probably gonna go to the league one day. You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? They don't know how to decipher different types. Of, so the nigga might not be, as I say, like I don't want to say his whole in- <laughs> his, his 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 HQ nigga, his whole quotient, his whole intelligence <laughs> might not be where <laughs> it's supposed to be. But I'm just saying, like. I don't think that if you want to keep her into somebody who you want to be with that you post her because you, we see what happens with, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, we, oh, we about to go there. Hey, when we get into these deep conversations with alcoholic drugs in my system, <laughs> which I know why, but I think we've touched on it. Like women like niggas with a little bit of toxicity because that's BDE. That's that energy. I like, I don't want a nigga to like you too much. You know what I'm saying? But like, But you also have that same meme that goes around, like you have to get with a man that loves you more than you love him. So it's it's such we ain't got that much time, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like one of those, like ah, because as soon as you get with the nigga that loves you more than you love him, guess what you do? You get with the toxic nigga, right? So right. We ain't go. You're right. We ain't got enough time. Look. 5000 take a big go up on that. Right. Yeah, I'm, on that I'm about to
0: say, we're about to pass the plate around, so as soon as J. Joe's giving that message, we're going to pass the offering plate. Feel free to cash out the podcast at W-A-D-R-E-S-P-E-K. With all due respect, show your man, love.
1: Take a sip of this black bourbon. <laughs> make straight
0: from we had to cut the commercial.
1: We had to cut the commercial right quick. It's 111.7 <laughs> <111. laughs> proof, man. Shout out to that about oh, they us man.
0: These, these free ads if you don't take Woo. nothing from the podcast take them past uh the last 30 seconds or 45 seconds and apply that apply that to your yep. life
1: and, and the thing is so
2: women, oh man you so,
1: so many women don't even realize that that's a thing like I mean if we get into it you start hearing that shit in high school like you know oh that's just my friend oh he's so nice you get that in college too like you know, nice guy sitting slash, oh no, he's sweet, that's just my homeboy, he's just not, you know what I'm saying? I want to come up with one of my friends, like, why don't you kill yourself with that nigga since he's so good? <laughs> nah, you want the, you want the nigga on the football team, you know what I'm saying? Nigga Did you Ford want future nigga playing you know what I'm saying? Like, it only, it only hit you up after the club. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm sipping brown liquor right now. It, don't mind me. Let's go. We ain't had enough time. We need to no do night. a town hall shit. <laughs> well, Listen to your Jasmine Sullivan. Go ahead.
3: That nigga Michael B. Jordan about to get his heart broken. I don't want to see that fam.
0: I, I, I hope
1: not, man. I hope not. Right, you know, and the thing is, he like white women. Like, he finally go <laughs> get his toe in the brown pool. And this, not the brown right. pool. Right, that's, <laughs> that's not even his
3: ministry. <laughs> right. Brown pools are right. nasty. you know.
1: Yeah, he's chasing waterfalls. But guess yeah. what? He ain't got go you ahead. a Memphis
3: chick. I'm like, nigga, you, you wild. Hey, boy.
1: Please don't I'm about to say Don't get a Memphis chick Older in your life But don't get one young In your life either They with Memphis chick like, That's they what I'm saying They Yeah, Memphis chick is Memphis chick's cool man do They it. are cool They're,
2: oh, no, they're, they're cool They're
1: the coolest, fuck. They're, yeah. the coolest. Yeah. they're cool so, like niggas Is cool so Yeah they mostly involved in yeah.
0: one That's how That's how Cali is to me Like them chick Cali chicks are cool But they'll game you out Some shit if you let them you yeah, wake up in a situation open. like, wait, wait a minute, now, hold on, hold on. This, this ain't where I started. Watch out for Cali shit. I'll put Oakland
3: chicks up there here for show, like they they like niggas yeah. too. Specifically, the bank. <laughs> yeah,
2: specifically. But again,
1: that's another city where pimping is <laughs> prominent.
2: This is a part of the culture, yeah. So it's like, boy, hmm. well, pimping is part of the gross domestic product.
3: <laughs> Crazy. So speaking of gaming the system, so we can get into sports. I know we ain't sports <laughs> podcast, but fuck it. Today. James Harden, uh, through all his efforts of gaining um, copious amounts of weight, um, dissing the current team that he works for publicly, as well as his teammates, has finally been traded away from the Houston Rockets in a blockbuster deal, sending him to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, So this is my thought real quick. This is a great trade for everyone involved but the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, This team is going to get progressively worse. I don't know if they're doing that great right now. Kyrie Irving out like he don't fuck with basketball no more. Their coaches never coached. <laughs> so this this is going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to go well, but I think I think ultimately Harden's happy to be out of Houston, um, but I don't think this is going to bode well for his career um, or even the prospects of uh, Brooklyn getting a, a championship anytime soon. I will say I'm happy that the Pacers were able to get Kyrie LeVert out of that selfishly, but Interesting move, what y'all think?
0: Um, I, I'm i not a fan. I mean, I'll let y'all know all the time. I'm, I'm a big college football fan. I'm a big pro football fan. I do not have the bandwidth to be a huge basketball fan. I watch basketball when I have the opportunity to, but I just feel that basketball in its current state, it's not, it's not not trending in it's not trending in a direction where I think it's going to be a great, a great era or a great sport, right? Outside of the LeBron James story, there's really nothing compelling in basketball when I compare it to the romantic era of the Jordan era and even the Kobe Bryant era, man. I mean, basketball now is just a big AAU extension. Like everybody just gets up, clicks up, gets on a team, all right, get a couple rings, go to the next team. There's nothing. There's nothing really compelling about that. I mean, yeah, it's all about the rings. Yeah, I got three rings. I got four rings, all this type of stuff. Everybody's ring counting. But the story matters. When it comes to the Hall of Fame, the story matters. When it comes to being on a mountain, Rushmore, basketball, football, soccer, whatever, the story matters. Now there are no stories. It's just cats getting together, playing with each other. I got a couple of rings to get my number count up. And then I go on to the next team, you know. And that what that does is that suppresses a lot of the other names, like, if you're only concerned about superstars and cats on super teams, you don't hear about the other cats that are on other teams. They don't have any superstars on their team. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it just to me, even though the numbers don't reflect that from an NBA standpoint, because people always are going to come out to see the superstars, it makes the NBA not about basketball. It just makes it about the superstars. And I just don't, to me, because I come from a transitional era, to me, that's just not a good product to me. I'm sure... Um, later millennials or whatever, whatever the next generation is, I'm sure they look at it much different than me,
1: though. That's because they don't know any better. Like, they don't know the fucking golden age of basketball. You know what I'm saying? So this is, I mean, they live in a microwave world. So, yeah, microwave teams. I don't like this team. I'm going to go over here. I don't like this team. I'm going to go over here. And we're going to put me and my friends over here, and we're going to win. Like, yeah, it, it, it really sucks for the smaller markets. Like you're saying, like you know what I'm saying. It's you don't have the, the the big dogs all on all on a couple of a handful of teams. So I mean, you already know what to expect. So yeah, Basket, yeah. basketball isn't the same. I mean, back in the day, nigga, I back in the day in the Jordan era, like I like basketball more than football. I'm kind of like you now. Like I'm like pretty much all football. I dabble. I dabble in VA. You know what I'm saying? I I like. You know, I go to Pelicans games when I can, you know, when it's not COVID. Um, Became a fan of them. I mean, I was a Laker fan, but then LeBron went over there, so I can't like the Lakers for real, you know. (laughs) I fuck with Steph, you know, but they ain't even fun to look at no more. So it's like, what the fuck fuck I'm here for? I'm
2: the same way. uh, Definitely growing up, I enjoyed the NBA Way more than the NFL. Like, NBA was appointment TV for Um, NBA or NBC on Sundays, like you said, Mm -hmm. the VCR to record, get home from church, you know what I'm saying? Fix your plate, catch that good NBA game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For real. Myers shot on the sideline. And all the superstars were evenly distributed. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was fun to watch. Everybody had. It was pretty much like at least like two superstars on each on team. each team, right? Like, yeah. like what would NBA Jam look? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it'll be like two niggas. You might have to sub one in, and then some teams just ain't gonna have nobody at all. Like that shit would look stupid as fuck. But Harden, um, he he doesn't seem to play off the ball well. I haven't watched basketball very closely. I'm just kind of leaning on my basketball knowledge from yesterday. He seems like he needs the ball to succeed uh Kyrie is a kind of ball dominant point guard he's not really a uh, past first point guard which not many of those exist these days anyway uh KD of course got to get his is I would say KD is the first option but then the other part is that Harden and KD of course play together in Oklahoma City and that shit ain't really go nowhere so maybe now you know what I'm saying they got more experience or they're more mature whatever so it might work but just seems kind of weird to me to just be, it's like they treat the shit like it's a game or something. Not, I mean, of course, basketball is a game, but just like, oh, we're just going to stack up these superstars and blah, blah, blah. Like, they playing NBA Live or something. It's, it's, a-
0: it's AAU, man. It's just like, yeah. we're well, we going to get together, we're going to fuck around, try to get a wing, ring. If that don't work, we'll go to another thing.
2: Yeah, so that shit is wild, man. And, I mean, the league probably ain't going to really do nothing about it, but I kind of like that 80s. Nineties shit, where it's like everybody got a superstar or two. You build your team up and kind of uh, grind it out. But I mean, it's like baseball. Like people like to see the fucking ball going out of the park. So whatever, yeah. you know, we'll turn a blind eye to the juicing or the court backs or whatever, because offense fucking sells tickets. You know, so whatever. We get these three superstars and just shoot the air out of that bitch and see what happens. The ill shit is they talking about
3: trying to add additional teams to the league because they lost so much revenue. But I'm like. If you dilute this shit more, that's, that's just going to be trash. Weird.
2: That don't even make sense on the surface, though, because that's more salaries to pay out, because there's right. more players in the league. Right. So well, that's the break even
3: point. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing. I mean, the money that goes... I guess the the rationale was to build out, like, a team in Charlotte to get more revenue in Charlotte. I mean, not Charlotte. Seattle and Vegas, because there's there's opportunity to get money into those particular markets. But... It still dilutes everything because ultimately the, the teams have to, to kind of pitch in their own money to to prop those teams up. So it's a it's a loss overall. But I I don't and it, and it
0: dilutes the league. I mean it's not there's nothing good about it. But they damn near you know, need less teams than they got now. Like they need less. Honestly, teams, yeah. like if every team can't have superstars and shit, what are they doing? Like I mean I mean even the Wizards right now. The Wizards have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, but still, what the fuck are they doing? They're an also ran with two superstars. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have three four three and four superstars, like your team is doing nothing. There aren't that many superstars to go around. So really don't you, don't te- you don't need this many you don't need this many you don't need this many teams. You damn near need to go to a fucking uh ice cube model, model and do Big Three or some shit.
1: Hilarious. There's uh I know the Dolphins aren't in the play moving to NFL. No Dolphins. Colts lost, correct? Yeah, they lost. Uh Titans lost. Uh, who you root for? 5,000. Jags. Jaguars and 49ers. I was in the
2: seventh grade, I think, when we got the Jaguars, so I was already a 49ers fan. Right. All right, it's, so it's 49.
1: All the way around. 49 is not in the, Anybody else you are rooting for in the playoffs, NFL? If you had to. Uh, Ravens, am, my Ravens are my backup on. team. Who's your yeah. backup? Ravens. Oh, yeah, same for me. What about you, 5,000? I'm sorry, what was the follow-up question? Uh, the follow-up question was... secondary sure. team,
2: a team that's in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I like the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. And so I'm a University of Miami fan. I kind of always kept an eye on the Ravens because they had, like, uh, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Uh, now I like Lamar Jackson. But to me, uh, the Bills play an exciting brand of football. I like what they're doing, and they were sorry as just fuck just like the Jaguars, but they built their shit up the right way, so I kind of admire that from a distance. But my favorite player in the league, and this goes back to my time in Madden and all that, um, is Aaron Donald. I just fuck with defensive tackles, and so I kind of wouldn't mind seeing the Rams make a little noise. So we'll see. I mean, I was just telling my son earlier, I just want to see good games at this point because I don't have a dog in the fight, so whatever. Super Bowl kind of marks
0: uh, the year mark of COVID. Too man, Once the Super Bowl. We had a Super Bowl. That's when things kind
1: of went to shit a little bit. Damn you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and all know the Saints still in it. He's yeah. out
0: And honestly, kind of man, I like I love Breeze because he's the anti-Brady. So even though he's he has his racist moments, he has his white boy moments. Drew Brees does. I still like him better than Tom Brady. So I'm I, I,
1: got, I root for got the Saints Breeze versus Brady this week. Who you got? Uh,
3: I, I, I hate Tom Brady. The thing is, I I don't like Tom Brady. And I don't like the Saints because I'm a Colts fan, and y'all took a took away our Super Bowl. But um, I'll go with the Saints because I just don't like Tom Brady at all.
0: I like I like if I had to put money on it, I put money on the Bucks because of the way that it just always ends up for the Saints. The NFL just always the universe just always finds a way to fuck the Saints. They do some. Instant replay call, or some dumbass play, Superdome loses power, something. Something happens that fucks the Saints. And, you know, nothing ever happens that fucks Tom Brady. Everything, all the dice always align for Tom Brady. And I think we're going to see more of the same in this matchup this weekend. Even though I'm rooting for the Saints.
1: 5,000. Breeze versus Brady.
2: I'm going to say Brady only because every year i kind of watch like man it would be cool to see what would happen if the home team actually made it to the super bowl so the super bowl is in tampa this year so
1: that's the only reason why you fuck with tampa the city <laughs> i ain't got no problem except for that one nigga that had that gun at that one uh, bachelor party and that nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey man we gotta do the shady bachelor party episode
1: <laughs> uh, hey, well, that was one of the shadiest so get into that but yeah never would have made it <laughs> I don't that know who Wow, right. <laughs> that one nigga just got out of prison. <laughs> I don't think. We'll wait. But yeah. That nigga yeah. was like, nigga, get naked, nigga. Get naked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait, is this, this really happening?
1: Yeah. They smell the Yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah. is shady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shady. I guess now, a nigga they're... just got out of pre- prison. It was in the... the... Oh, no, this shit looked like some shit out of P-Valley, nigga. It had like a screen porch. And I don't know how many hours he drove to get there. But then, like, the bachelor was in the middle of the room. And it was like, the nigga that invited us there, like, he come to the to the screen door with the strap on him. You know what I'm saying? But so then the nigga getting a little lap, you know, put a little chair in the middle of the, of the room. little stripping, stripping. One well, nigga was like, nigga, take your, take your shirt off, nigga. So nigga was like, I'm straight. Now nah, nigga, take your pants off. Like. <laughs> nah, nigga, I'm, I'm cool. No, nigga, take that shit off, nigga. Take like they had to take that nigga to the other room. Like that nigga getting mad. As fuck, like what the fuck is going on? Hey, boy, it was a wild night. But that's that's how it started. Go ahead, boy. Is that it? You do?
3: I guess we definitely need yeah, to have like an episode for it. that. Huh? <laughs> I, I I thought we need to have the shady um, bachelor party episode because that sounded very intriguing. But um, last yeah, thing.
2: Struggling go get the continental
3: breakfast it was crazy it was
2: crazy real quick this is the question i've always kind of pondered if you hear continental breakfast what does that mean
3: i'm definitely gonna have a bagel yeah bagels and cream I cheese mean, and cereal no, 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 boxes no, what do
2: you what do you think the menu is when you hear continental breakfast
3: Danishes, bagels, bagels and cream, cream cheese, cream cereal. Cream <laughs> cereal box, cream
2: cereal cheese, cereal. No, no meat, no hot shit. Right, right. no meat or no right. hot shit. True. Juice. That's what I always thought it was too. But uh, I don't know. Definitions like shift over time, but that's what I always thought. Continental breakfast is like donuts and juice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, so what's, what do you call the good breakfast with the hot shit in it that's the breakfast. american breakfast
2: breakfast breakfast American breakfast a breakfast buffet
3: yeah.
2: if it's a buffet then it's some hot shit
3: if they tell me it's an American breakfast I know I'm gonna have some eggs <laughs> it's
2: gonna be delicious uh, European countries namely like uh, England UK they have some pretty good fucking breakfast and that should be interesting because they have like back bacon or streaky bacon streaky bacon is the, what we just call bacon in the states and then yeah. back bacon is like more like little ham slices but then they also serve baked beans at breakfast no, that's yeah. what
0: fucks me up and then no, and that like the and, and that them ain't baked beans Them's pork and beans yeah it's just like from the can <laughs> they just pour that shit out hello love would you like
1: some back bacon love yeah. <laughs> A little baked yeah. beans would you
0: that's what fucks me up. And the tomatoes. The tomatoes kind of throws Some me off. too. Bag is a mash.
1: Bag is a mash, loaf. No, hey, boy. Like, Y'all hey niggas be flexing on the podcast. I I've never heard,
3: been to bro. England, but I know. So if you go to Kissimmee, Florida.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kissimmee, Florida. You go to they, the got the right English, they got an English room, nigga.
3: <laughs> Kissimmee, Florida is, like, by the resort, is Baby London, because all them. All those little timeshare spots are owned by British people. So if you go to like any of those restaurants over there and they have breakfast over there, they'll serve breakfast with baked beans because yeah. so many British people over there. I was like, they're oh, not baked beans, stuff? dog. They're
0: yeah, pork and beans. Van
2: camps are not bushes. Can I? Did I ever did tell have you about the day here? when I discovered bushes? Like I, I just felt so shitted for all the years I ate van camps. Like I didn't know. I didn't. Like I would always see the commercials, but I never actually had bushes till like two thousand seven or eight, and I was like, "These bitches are magnificent!" Like I didn't get at all the time. So which was which was a better
3: bushes? Bushes. Van uh-huh. Camp's is like got is kind of the shitty beans we grew up. Oh, with. Oh,
1: like you see wean it on the on the thing. It's like red and yellow. Yeah, it's red and yellow. Forking beans like, and bushes is orange, yeah. right? Like. Roll
2: that beautiful bean footage. No, they like yeah. They like dark brown they
1: You see, like there are some varieties
2: of bushes that real tall. You could just pour them bitches out yeah. and heat them up, and yeah. you're good. Like van counts, you have to perform major fucking surgery
1: on them bitches. Yeah. And by the time they you do all that, just got watery, huh? Nah, I kind of yeah. remember. That.
2: <laughs> There's a difference
0: between pork and beans and baked beans. That they're not the same.
1: They're definitely yeah. not. Listen and. I'm not a big uh, baked bean person, but, like, uh, everybody I know who makes good uh, baked beans, man, they they brown some, like, ground turkey or some ground meat, and then you add it. Y'all do that? Onion, a little green pepper. A little bit of honey honey now. you take You you take the same barbecue
0: sauce you put on the ribs, put it into the beans so it pairs well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: they do. Friend of the show, uh, Dr. Green's sister, Denise, excellent fucking baked beans. Excellent.
1: Yeah. What she, what she what what she do with her beans? I don't what, even what recall. Just
2: I just remember like Freaky Friday back in the day. She primo yeah. baked beans, and she used yeah. to like doctor up the sauce a little bit too with like some uh, honey and maybe like some brown sugar. Yeah. Something I don't know. She um uh, she she would now.
0: do two batches. She would do one batch with like ground beef and brown that, and with the with the uh, the bell pepper and the onion. And the sauce, like uh, Five Stacks was talking about, and she would also do um, another batch with the uh, smoked sausage. She would dice the smoke the smoked sausage up and brown that, and then do, do the same thing with the onion and the green pepper. To this day, when I make baked beans, and people ask about the baked beans, I say these are called Steve's sister's baked beans, like because I got that from <laughs> Steve's sister. So,
1: yeah, shout out to Denise, man. Yeah, shout out to Steve's sister baked bean. So, which ones do you do? You do them both, or you do?
0: Uh, Typically, I do the ground. Ground is what I do most because that's what most people are going to eat, and I serve enough pork to where I don't need to put pork in the damn beans too. People like, goddamn,
3: (laughs) nah, that's real. Uh, So I guess we don't need to talk about the busted challenge or do
0: it, nigga. Yeah, why did we start with the busted
3: challenge? I I guess it's a nice little after dinner mint. You know.
1: So last week, then you say something about you thought your butt was getting big. (laughs)
3: Thing got, hey, bro.
1: Hey,
3: bro. This no, ain't nothing I'm to do with serious. me, bro. No. You did say you looked did. in. You did you say you looked
1: it. in the mirror? That's what I'm like you oh, do. But we already like, attacked me too much. You already found my <I know> dog. <doppelganger> about to get gang yeah. raped. I listen. She's gonna be looking at your ass. Maybe some dudes too when you go out.
0: A lot you know of women been saying he challenge. thick lately. Have you noticed that? Like women saying that men are thick. A lot of that's been said. This past couple of months and years. Now,
1: nah, it to you in your short sets. <laughs> 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 that motherfucker you told me I look fit. Nobody's ever <laughs> told me that. That's you. <laughs> As you notice when you go out in your short sets, women are now saying that we look. <laughs> no, nah, nigga, that's you. Maybe talking to us crazy now. Oh. That's in the Jasmine Sullivan albums. <laughs> Sexualizing a way that's
3: not respectful. <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, it's been cool, man. Like, I mean, you can't, you need to watch that shit on mute or whatever, but you know. It's been cool. What I don't like is seeing people, seeing peers do it. It's like, this is a young woman's challenge. I saw my own girls do it the other day. She's our age. And she, you know, she had like the, the, the frumpy outfit first. And then when she switched over, she switched over to an Easter dress. You're not supposed to do that. I don't know if that counted. So, you know. Not really fond of peers doing
0: it. I'm confused. I don't know if we're being hoes and taking niggas' money or are we doing the busted challenge? Because it seems like we we being sexual, we being hoes and we taking niggas' money on Tuesday. But when it comes to the busted challenge, like nobody's doing the busted challenge. Like I think we're confused. Like I don't know which side of the fence we're on. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to be hoes, let's be hoes. And y'all y'all always need to be doing the fucking busted challenge. That's a part of
1: no matter what age, I dis wholeheartedly with Chef. I want everybody my age to be busting it. But yeah. but do
0: you? But do your best.
1: That's all I have. Like don't. I've like been thoroughly.
2: Cannabis. I've
1: been thoroughly entertained by
2: the busted challenge. Um, I didn't know much about it because I don't know. I don't be up on like pop culture and shit. But somebody like sent me a link, and then it was like a full thread of them. So I would like watch one, then I go on to the next, and I go on to the next. <laughs> and my daughter happened to walk by. She's like, is that your favorite song or something? Because, like, the song kept sliding over every time I do a different one. But, uh, yeah, the Busted Challenges, man, it's funny. Uh, People have been having a lot of fun with it, with the way the last couple of weeks been going, with the fucking capital insurgents and all that shit. Like, it's it's been, like, a nice break from reality. So, like, with any challenges, it's just something fun, uh, as long as people don't take it too serious
0: it's all in fun show that show, show that thing man i don't care if it's in a sundress uh <laughs> shorts spandex or whatever on a boat in a coat you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> on a float right? right on a float you know what i'm saying like do that shit like it's all in fun like nobody oh. is being negative about the shit the same nigga that wanted to fuck you at the last homecoming is going to want to fuck you at this homecoming. It's going to be okay. Just do the Busted Challenge.
1: It's all right. You might, you might gain a couple new followers. Right. I mean, I definitely went down bus a Busted Challenge rabbit hole. And, you know, it took a couple hours before I came up there. Um, but, yeah, it's awesome. Go ahead. Right. Do your thing, man. We're we still going to respect you ladies. Old or young, big or small, white or black. Y'all good in our books. But you do not have to take our word for it. <coughs>
0: you rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead. Visit Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough. It just might be on the show. Now for the with all due respects.
1: Uh with all due respect, man. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, man, I lost my pops. Um probably the good dude, man, I've ever met. Um, I'm gonna miss him. It's, you know, it's true what they say, man. They they don't make men like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? I ain't ashamed to say it, man. My dad he uh, he got he got a scholarship into Harvard and he got a scholarship to Central. Um he ended up uh, not taking it because he was the oldest of, like, five kids. He went to TSU. I just found out. For, I didn't think he'd go to college at all. I thought, but I found out he went to TSU for a semester, and he said he wasn't going back. He said because they were phony, and he was smarter than everybody in the teachers, man. So uh, that just kind of shows you what type of dude he was, man. Uh, I never heard him raise his voice ever in my life uh, and never argued with my mother uh but he was a, a true a true hustler man he did what he needed to do to get all the bills paid man to make sure me and my sister were able to go to private school man um and at the same time i go out uh, fix his car come in cook dinner beat me in jeopardy you know what i'm saying be my friends in basketball out back man and you know you know, still go to work so just a shout out to him man um uh, and to all the, you know, the fathers out there, uh, all the homies on the podcast, the fathers, man. y'all just keep doing what y'all doing, man. Uh with all due respect.
0: With all due respect, man, we are halfway through January. We're about to be in February real soon. You know what I'm saying? NBA has started. about to get to the Super Bowl. These are all like little mini milestones that we go through every single year. But, you know, just coming off the you know, coming off the heels of you know, J Joe's description of his dad, you know, we've gone through a lot. 2020 you know what i'm saying there's a lot of shit we lost a lot of loved ones some people have made money some people have lost money some people have lost time some people have lost relationships 2020 was a motherfucker you know what i'm saying in a lot of ways for people there's a lot of energy spent a lot of a lot of stress created you know what i'm saying so as we go into 2021 we're still on that bullshit but don't take this shit so seriously man like don't take yourself so seriously We need to get back to the fun part. We need to get back to relaxing, you know what I'm saying? Going to the spa, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're still in COVID, but at some point in time, you'll be able to go. You know what I'm saying? Getting out, you know what I'm saying? Those are the total things that we need to get back to because you can't do this forever. You know what I'm saying? We can't be in this perpetual cycle of, you know, watching people getting sick, watching people pass away, being in the house, being cooped up. That shit's only going to make us depressed, man. You know, you're starting your new workout for the year. You know what I'm saying? It may not be going the way you want it to go. You may have lost the the pounds that you want to lose, but it's all right. Just keep going, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't take this shit so seriously. Don't add all this extra bullshit on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you saw a meme that said, if you don't start a business, you ain't shit. If you ain't start a business, don't worry about it in 2020. Start a business in 2021. You still have time. It's not done yet. It's not over yet. You know what I'm saying? So keep pushing. Keep look, striving for those goals. And if you don't make none of them motherfucking goals, just remember to still smile with all due respect.
2: With all due respect, uh, piggybacking on what Wood said, <clears throat> my pastor preached a sermon uh, this past Sunday. And he was talking about, you know, God will provide back all the things to you that you lost. And so we've been doing the virtual services um, I watch on Facebook. he wanted us to put in the comments what you wanted back I was moving around so I didn't put it in the comments but he was saying you know you want your finances back you want your family back you want your health back you know whatever and one of the other things he mentioned was that you want yourself back and so I kind of I fell into that because COVID did rock a lot of people out there score just the pandemic in general like not even if it was COVID proper but you know like you know, you might have lost somebody, you might have lost some income or whatever the case might be. So um, what I've resigned myself to doing is just doing something small for myself. Like um, all the way back to college, I, I used to really enjoy tropical smoothies. So now a couple times a week, I just go get me a smoothie and I ride around, listen to Chop City in the ghetto <laughs> and take myself back to happier times, you know. So just do something for yourself. Uh, you know, January is half over. It's kind of flying by but let's ramp up and prepare because we are coming out of this pandemic. You know, we got the vaccines and stuff on deck. So things are going to be getting back to normal soon. And you want to just kind of try to make up ground and get yourself to a solid space. So when everything gets back to normal, you'll be prepared to just jump back in the pool with everybody else without all due respect. So, I,
3: so acceptance has been a thought in my mind for a few days so i found this quote
0: so um, you have to start off you're with all due respect with with all due respect that's how this goes
3: with all due respect bad acceptance has been on my mind for the past um week or so like just understanding how you accept change and dealing with it and it's uh, a chinese philosopher said life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes don't resist them they only create sorrow let reality be reality let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like um I thought, it, it, and it kind of hit me because I think it applies to all the different sorts of ways we're dealing with the pandemic, we're dealing with uh, death death of loved ones, we're dealing with illness, and we're just dealing with how life is in general. Um, and life is what it is. We don't, we can't control most of it. We're dealing with change on a day-to-day basis, and the way in which that change impacts us has everything to do with how we react. Um, so dealing with the moment for the moment Um, and and dealing with the good and the bad of it and and taking that in and accepting it is key and and making everything whole in terms of how your life reacts to it and what you do moving forward matters. Um, I've I've been all all about that. I'm not Buddhist by any means, I'm a Christian. I don't go to church like I should, but I do believe in the importance of being present and focusing on that um, because it does make things make sense to me. It makes it gives me a a sense of peace, because if you focus on what's not there or or creating scenarios or stressing yourself out, that just makes stuff harder. It, It impacts your health, impacts a lot of shit in a negative way. So be present, accept change and move forward with all due respect.